And we're back again. Like we were back last week with uh Jason, he's back. Uh first off, I want to congratulate him on the wedding. It's a great I'm time. Back. Great thank time. you, thank you, thank you. Thanks a lot for of wedding being festivities. There. No, it was, it was awesome. Um, I'm glad you're back with us, uh podcasting in your rightful Let's place. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um Eddie Jack, you know, the usual, they're always here. Not that fun. Uh announcing their names. <laughs> Well, Eddie's not always here. He missed a few. Oh, that's right. Did you hear about this birthday on a, on a Monday night? Don't shit on yeah, my attendance. It's a, it's a very weird, uh, weird, weird thing. Weird scenario you put yourself in. By the way, Jack, I know you're happy right now. <laughs> Boy, I don't know what happened. Oh, oh. spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Again, oh, we're watching Monday Night Football. Oh, on podcast. So you, so you can tell that um, it's a 60-yard touchdown. Let's go. Oh. Yeah, our focus is totally on this podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Welcome to YFTS Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, this is stat host Kelvin and your current champ and currently in last place. I think I gave everything up for that win last year and I'm just going to have bad luck the rest of the time. But I think it's working. Um, joined with uh, Eddie Two-Time. Got Jack Gurley. And yeah. I'm sorry, I just I completely forgot what we wanted. What we were calling you. Oh, the commish, right? The commish. Yeah. Oh, the oh, classic commish. That kind of pissed me off right away. Yeah. For those who don't know, Jack and uh, Jason are playing against each other uh, in fantasy this week. And yeah, Devontae Adams going against – who do you have, Jason? I just have Carlson, kicker. Yeah. Got one point. You got one point. Right. Oh, thank God. And uh, Adams just had a 60-yard bomb. Uh, 58 yards. 58. Oh, oh. How, how could I How could I give him yeah. more than he actually had, right? Yeah. What was, what was I thinking? Um, yeah, man, it's, uh, you know, I had a rough week too, man. Josh Allen, 50 points in our league. Oof. Rough times. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was fun. I'm, I'm ready to talk about week five. It's a lot, a lot went down. A lot didn't go down. Um, but as always, let's start with the news and notes. Take it away, Jack. All right. All right. First thing first, this is the first week of bye weeks. Uh, four team on bye this week is Lions, Texans, the Raiders and Jason's Titans. Uh, the biggest injury we had to go into is Rashad Penny. This guy cannot stay healthy. He fractured his fibula and he's out for the rest of the season. Now, <laughs> in comes the next running back, the rookie, Kenneth Walker. What do you guys think about him moving forward? In an I offense, want... oh wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Now you go ahead. Oh, I mean, in an offense where I wanted to stay away from everyone in. Coming into the season, now I regret not having at least one piece. So I think uh, I think he'll be startable going forward. I think he's an automatic start. He's at least yeah. an RB two in my eyes for the rest of the season. He doesn't have anybody that's going to steal like real touches from him. Because uh, you know Rashad Penny, like when Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker were healthy, they were you know siphoning touches, like minimal touches away from each other. Ooh, now I'm that it's awesome. just one, he's going to have all of the touches. And he should be good. He's drafted for this role. And uh, I, I feel like I kind of jinxed Rashad Penny last week. I did say 
I I did want to buy into this backfield, and I wanted to make sure I had, you know, at least I, I if I had one of them, I wanted both. And since you know, since I said that, now Rashad Penny's out. I feel bad for this guy. Yeah, he's so good. He's never healthy. Every year he's just injured, injured, injured. And this might be the biggest injury he has. Uh, yeah, man, Geno Smith looks great. The whole offense looks much better than we expected. Uh, the defense doesn't look yeah. so They've been playing from behind a lot if they're losing. So there's a lot of scoring happening in that game. So uh, Next injury, uh, James Conner left the game, and he didn't come back with a rib injury. I, I blame uh, you, Jack, because you said it's going to be your DDT. This is all, this is all your fault. Worked out. Well, he was the DDT, was he not? Was, wasn't he due to trash? <laughs> I mean, he was all right the first half. wasn't great. Yeah, he gave like what five points, seven points, and seven didn't points. play the rest of the second half. I mean, that could have been yeah. a solid fourteen points. I needed. He wasn't gonna do anything in the second half. <laughs> so, but what are you talking about? The Cardinals play way better in the second half. Yeah, but that's well, that's because James Conner wasn't there. Okay, there, uh, there you go. <laughs> also, oh, Cardinals did not score again. Now we have a new watch. It's the Cardinals scoring in the first quarter. Watch five weeks <laughs> in has not happened. That's crazy. Uh, Connor, who has histories of a lot of chest injuries, and it has made him miss a lot of games. Uh, I, I think Daryl Williams also banged up a little bit too. Yeah, his knee. Yeah, so the will you guys start Elon Benjamin this upcoming week? As your I mean, he's going to oh, have a significant role. You know, he had a touchdown, and I think he was on eleven touches in this last game. Yep. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, so he could be like a top. Top 15, top 20 option. Let's say yes. James Conner is out for longer. Who are we picking up? Kenneth Walker or Ingo Benjamin? Kenneth Walker. Walker. Because Walker has going to, he's the guaranteed one. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, what if James Conner is out and Daryl Williams doesn't really carve out a role? Ingo Benjamin is pretty much the person that's going to take out, take up all the snaps too. I'd, I'd still go Walker. Yeah. Same. Uh, next injury, Damian Harris. He hurt his hamstring and he did not return either. Uh, this is another guy who's always performing well and just never stays healthy either. Uh, I mean, he once he left, Ramondre Stevenson just destroyed. He, he got rushed yeah. for 160 plus yards. And I'm assuming he's an RB1 for the rest of the season if as long as Damian Harris is out. If Harris is out, there's no one else. Yeah, so he has to be a, like a yeah. RB1, especially in the offense. I'm very happy with that because I drafted him. <laughs> I was trying to buy him before this week, and it's just, you know, it didn't happen. But Madre, for sure, it, he's very skilled. He could catch the ball out of the backfield, and he is a very elusive for a big dude like him. I think he's a he's an RB2 conversation every week as long as he's going to get he's going to get 20 touches every single week as long as uh, Damian Harris is on the sidelines. Uh, a few small injuries. Tyreek Hill, he, he was left the stadium with a boot, but he said he's fine. He made, like he said, uh, computer just got his paws hurt a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back next week. Uh, Chris Alave, concussion. Uh, that was kind of scary. That wasn't a touchdown. I don't think that was a touchdown, but we're not, that's not fantasy related. <laughs> well, uh, it is. I guess for last week, yeah, but like yeah. that was not a touchdown. He did not hold possession throughout the ground. I don't know how he could have. <laughs> exactly. That's why I, my process is he gets concussed. So how could he hold the ball throughout the whole? Process yeah. that made no sense. Uh, Jason's boy Pat Fairmove also concussion. concussion. 
Uh, so these two guys will be two guys you watch over. I think he he suffered from concussion issues last year too. So this is nothing new yeah, for him. Yeah. And this new concussion protocol, like I I I feel like these guys are gonna be out a little bit longer than normal. Especially with what's going on. Yeah. I mean, he's only a second year player. He had two concussions last year too. So it's concerning. Yeah. Uh, Terry Bridgewater played one series. Guys, elbow banged. Apparently, he got a concussion too. Some fucking how. <laughs> All right, I just want I just want to point this out. I was on Teddy Watch, and he did wear two gloves in his one series. Uh, <laughs> that's what we really needed to know. Yep, we don't care about this. He should be good. <laughs> uh, concussion. He, apparently, he had no concussion. It was just protocol. And yeah, he, was- he passed the test. Yeah, the pass. He passed the sideline test. They just kept him out because he had some type of, like, he was walking off weirdly or something, and they, they just saw that on the on the up those upstairs doctors saw something. So they just said, oh, you're automatically out for the rest of the game. Yeah, that well, offense needs him to play. Uh, I uh, mean, if, if Miami cleared him, I'm sure he's he's okay, you know. <laughs> they, they have the best track record uh, dealing with concussions. So if they said he doesn't have a concussion, I believe him. Shout out to those Florida doctors. Florida's crazy. It's a whole different world. <laughs> if Bridgewater is not playing. How confident are you starting Tyreek Hill and Jaren Waddle? I'm more confident starting Hill. Um, Waddle is, is really suspect without Bridgewater or Tua, but I think Hill is like QB proof. I don't know. I mean, Skyler is not. He wasn't that productive, and he, they're playing. It was a pretty much a cakewalk matchup against the Jets. He didn't do much. I don't see this team having much value without those two. At, like neither of uh. Teddy or two on at quarterback. It's hard to trust Tyreek and Jalen. No, I, I definitely don't trust Wong, but I'm saying I, I I still leave Hill in my lineup. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard to bench Hill, right? At this point. You'd be able to bench Wong too, though? I, I Yeah. I benched him this week in Dynasty. <laughs> That's because you have like seven receivers. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of people have that. <laughs> <laughs> way to, to brag you, Richard, Jason. I, yeah, I benched him for Chris Godwin. Oh, uh, oh wow. What a yeah. what a bad option. What a hard decision. Outside of Mari Cooper in the flex. <laughs> uh next injury, which is one that bugs me the most. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. T. Higgins. Uh he was ruled to play. He was real active and good to go. He played a two series and then he disappeared. It, it, that's fine. It was perfectly fine that he was not playing and everything. It was the fact that the, they would not rule him out. So they keep showing a, 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 a angle with him with his helmet on, sitting on the side the like you know, hanging out with the rest of the receivers. Yeah, like he's perfectly fine. And I remember the halftime uh, report. They reported about T. Higgins. They didn't mention about anything about his status. And I went through, we went through the second half of just oh, is he coming back? And then there was a comment afterwards saying uh, about the coach that oh, he was going to be using situational uh, uh, places. I'm like. The game was pretty much tied. What 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 situation are you looking for? Like at least throw him out there in the side, like a as decoy. a decoy or something, yeah. you know. So he's day to day with ankle issue. Uh, good news, he didn't make it any worse. So maybe this week he'd be good. And the last part is not an injury, but is a big news. Uh, Carolina Panthers fired the head coach Matt Rule. Uh, what do you guys think about this whole offense moving forward? Or what they're gonna do? Are they gonna sell the team? That's yeah, that's what I I read somewhere that there are reports that they're willing to 
even eat some of the salary on contracts for Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey just to get them off the books and kind of rebuild. So, I mean, I'm a DJ Moore owner. I'm hoping he gets a change of scenery. That'd be great because he has been very disappointing so far. Where would you want him to go? Uh, the Chiefs would be great. The Packers. Who who, who doesn't want to go to the Chiefs, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chiefs, <laughs> Packers. I mean, they, I mean, the Chiefs are making do with what they have. The Packers could definitely use somebody like DJ Moore. Oh, you you crush it! I mean, now you're you're saying stuff like this, right? Would you buy? Would you just buy DJ Moore and just waste the roster spot until he gets traded? Because I feel I like that's him. a that's. I mean, well, if you don't have DJ Moore, well, if some, uh, speaking as someone that has him, I'd rather hold him now for the value because his value is really low, right? So I'd rather just hold him and hope in hopes that he gets traded to a much better scenario instead of trading him for pennies on the dollar. True. I mean, I guess. This is know. like a, a like a fourth fifth round pick, you know. Like, yeah, we're also just we're talking about this. Uh, they do, they do have a change in quarterback because yeah, Baker Mayfield also has a high ankle sprain, so he's gonna be out for a bit. That's PJ true. Walker is playing, I believe. <laughs> the backup quarterback, is PJ yeah, PJ Walker, Walker or PJ Moore didn't Stark. look too bad. No, no, like he was still feeding him the ball, so that it, it could be a positive. Maybe well, it's an upgrade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anything would be an upgrade. Is upgrade for DJ Moore probably. Yeah. Uh, that's all the news I have. I think that's it. Uh, that's not that bad of a news besides Rashad Penny's big injury. So this week is not bad compared to the last two weeks that have been yeah. full of injuries. Yeah, just a lot of minor things you have to keep an eye on. Just keep make sure you keep track of their uh, their practices throughout the week, especially the ones in concussion protocol. Um, but yeah, overall, not terrible. I guess I'd say. All right, so yeah, that's gonna wrap that up, and I want to touch on something before we get to the pits and cages. All right, we want to touch. Sounds serious. I need Darren Waller to score some points. You need who? Darren Waller to score some points. Uh, Oh, you are good, man. You just need uh, just just only Devontae Adams. Don't worry about it. That's that's not good for me. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into the pits and cages. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! Who wants to get a start today? Sure. Sure. Ladies first, Jack. Ladies first. I'll said, go. I'll, I'll, said, I'll, you I'll said go. ladies first, then you said shirt, Eddie? No, ladies first, sure, I'll <laughs> go. I'm going. Uh, So, my pit this week, which is our version of studs and duds. My pit this week is Tyler Lockett. On the season, he's a top seven receiver with Geno Smith. Like, who would have thought that this Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> these receivers, both of the receivers, would be this good? I mean, Geno Smith has been fantastic for fantasy. Uh, he's an every week start. This past week, he just had, well, I think I believe he had two touchdowns. He had over 100 receiving yards. I He's an absolute sell-high candidate for me. I just I can't see Gino doing this for the entire season. But if I could get something for Tyler Lockett, I'm doing it. Do do you guys think that he's gonna maintain this type of uh production for the rest of the year? I think he's gonna be exactly what he's always been. Like he's been the boom bust type of player. I think he's that way. That's why I would sell him now because I'm I'm waiting for the lows. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some lows, uh lows for the rest of the year. There's gonna be weeks where you know you start him and he's gonna drop like three points. So I I think right now, 
this is his peak value, and there's no way I would uh, like this guy on my roster because I, 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 I don't – like you're, you drafted this guy in like the seventh or eighth round, maybe later, 10th, 11th round, and you probably have two or three other receivers on your roster that, you know, you probably could start over him at, in this, at this point. So I, I, I feel like he's a, a sell high for me. Let's touch on uh, the quarterbacks real quick. I looked it up. In our league, which is very quarterback-friendly, uh, pending Patrick Mahomes' performance today, he's gonna, he has the one, two, three, four, five, the sixth highest fantasy total for quarterbacks. Gino, yeah. Gino Smith. So, well, for, for me, it's more of a he, – he does well depending on who he plays. All right, If he plays a high-power offense, he's going to have to throw the ball because he has to keep up. And when he has played the high power offense, he has done pretty well. Uh, they play. I mean, some of those now. throws he made yesterday were phenomenal. It looked really good, but I can't really trust Gino. I can't. My brain doesn't allow me to do it, so I need to uh, steer clear from these receivers. At least this is my opinion. I don't know about you guys. So both both Tyler Lockett touchdowns. The window was so small, so small, so small, and he dropped it right in between three three freaking defensive backs in the end zone. Like I, I can't see Gino doing this every single week. I it's it's just really hard for me to comprehend. There's no difference from the previous years. Todd Lockett, half of the years he gave you duds. There's no difference in the last three, four years. I know, but he also had Russell Wilson. This is Geno Smith. Well Jason looks much better than Russell Wilson right now. So maybe Russell Wilson is just a product of the system. <laughs> This is like the chicken or the egg thing. So I, 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 I refuse to believe this. So I'm, I'm, I'm selling either Metcalf or Lockett. So that's me. I guess I'll go next. Uh, my pit. You know what? I, I want. Uh, yeah, I, my pit is Brees Hall. He crushed it this week. He would have done even better if he didn't get stopped at the one yard line twice. Uh, he finished with 18 carries, 97 yards, one touchdown. Two catches and 100 receiving yards. That could have been easily three touchdowns. Uh, Brees Hall is very good. Uh, I, I liked him preseason. I liked him when he was drafted. He was one of the best running backs coming in, and he's showing it. He runs really well. He has good patience behind the line. He has good vision. There was one player when he was playing uh, this week, when he got the ball, instead of running directly, he stood behind for like a second or two and waited for the line to develop and then ran through the hole. And that show, like, patience, and I, I like that a lot. I think he's going to be very good. He has to be started every week on any team. This is just shouting out. The reason why I put this as my uh, pit is because of Hassan. Hassan didn't start Brees Hall. He, my dude started Damian Harris and Nahi Himes. They gave him two points, I think. But Brees <laughs> Hall is a, some, is a running back no matter who the opponent is. You just set it and you forget it for the rest of the season. Seriously, yep. Agreed. The offense is pretty good all around. The only person that's a question mark is the O line and Zach Wilson. And the O line's not even that bad. It's just Zach Wilson. If he does, if he performs average, that offense should be good. The thing is with Brees Hall, like they, they're not going to be up in most games. At least I w- I would think they're not going to be up in most games like they were this past week. Uh, so the volume, you know, it, it's nice to have. And I and he's the most targeted running back in the league. So no matter what, he's going to be in there. He's going to be targeted. He's going to. He's gonna get the t- he's gonna get the touches. So it, it's gonna be painful. Carter coming in stealing the touches here and there, but it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, that's that's most that's most backfields though. Yeah. So like, he's not gonna get hundred percent of the touches. 
Who's next? All right, I'll go next. Uh, my, uh, I, I feel like it was too fitting to not <laughs> use this guy. He was my uh, page last week, and he is my pit this week. And it's Gabriel Davis, who, on a whopping three catches, had 171 yards and two touchdowns. That's only 32 points just on those three targets, three catches. Um, Efficient. Efficiency at its best. Yeah. Uh, I mean, help, helps that he had a 98-yard touchdown on the first drive of the game. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, at this point, he is what he is, right? He's looking, he's that long guy, the long pass guy. Um, hey, yo. He's long? He, he is long, man. Is he like 6'4 or something? 6'3. How long is That's he? pretty long. Yeah, it's pretty long. He's a long dude. Long guy. Long guy. Long guy. Long Gabe guy, Davis. Davis. Long guy, Gabe. <laughs> long guy, Gabe. Um, but yeah, it, it, expect what you what you see. This this is probably what you'll see go out the rest of the year. Uh, he'll get those bombs. At this point, he's kind of a boomer bust. Um, and take it for what it is. Uh, have those days where he's going to drop forty points, or take the days where he's going to do six or seven. I mean, this was the this was the first time he was healthy in a couple of weeks, and last week. Obviously, it was the the rain game. So this this past week that he, he, I expect more games like this than than the does that he's been producing. You expect more games weeks. like this, so he's gonna be. Well, I mean, not not <laughs> receiver one, one, but like you know, just like you know, big boom games. I I, I think he's gonna get a, a ton of touchdowns the rest of the way. Also, just make sure. Like, I mean, just to point out, Josh Allen had his way with this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. He threw for almost four hundred yeah. fifty yards. Um, in the first half. <laughs> no, he had three. They had three fifty and three in the first half. Yeah, four, yeah, yeah. three fifty and yeah. He had, yeah, he had four, four in the first in the first half. Yeah, he only had the rushing touchdown by James Cook. Shout out to my boy James Cook uh, in the second half. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, we're not gonna see Josh Allen throw for this all the time. Um, but he is probably the most uh dynamic quarterback uh, we're seeing today in fantasy football. So who knows? Let's see what happens. All right, I'll go last. Uh, Taysom Hill is my pit. Uh, I was a week too early on the Taysom Hill train, and I dropped him immediately after his eight-point performance in week four. But he killed it in week five, uh, finished with four total touchdowns, ran for over 100 yards, and um, he does it all. Uh, he's a gadget, the definition of a gadget player, and his best, the best part about him is he can fill him into that tight end spot that is very inconsistent on a week-to-week basis. Only once this season has Taysom Hill gone under eight points, and at the tight end position, that's pretty damn good. Yep. So I I think he's a plug-and-play and leave at the tight end position every week based on how – unless you have one of the top guys in that position, with how inconsistent everyone else is, why not just leave him there and hope for games like this? Even when you said last week that uh, he gave you eight points, I was like, oh, that's not too bad. I had zero points last week. I started. <laughs> so, eight points is not that bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's such a, a wasteland of a position, and the and fact that he has that eligibility, you know, you I mean, he, he should really be QB, RB, wide receiver, tight end, <laughs> defense. If he could continue, if he continues to do what he does, like not not exactly what he does, you think they'll remove the tight end? Uh, can they? Because he doesn't play that much. Yeah, that's. Can they, can they do that in the middle of the season, though? I think so. I have they, add, they added tight end eligibility in middle season. He's always a quarterback for a summer. Yeah, yeah, but can you remove it? That's what that's what we're trying to figure out. Hmm. I'm assuming if you could add it, you definitely could remove it. But the thing is, yeah. he's, he still is playing snaps at tight. He's, he's take, playing snaps everywhere. 
No, but there's yeah. no requirement. Oh, no, no, no. They, they did remove it. Remember when uh, people started him at tight end when he was actually starting quarterback? So they removed it, right? They removed the right? tight end. Uh, yeah, Billy started him as tight end. You need people have two quarterbacks in their lineup. Yeah, you need to meet a ceremony requirement, a position, to keep that position, apparently. But I remember years ago when Joe Webb was uh, starting for the Vikings, I believe, he, <laughs> he still had wide receiver or uh, I think it was wide receiver eligibility as a quarterback. There he is. Throughout, throughout the entire season. Well, he was a good I would like to um, invite the Yahoo's uh, Fantasy Sports app specialist onto our show to explain this for us. If you if you hear this, please reach out to us at YFTS Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. But I mean, if if, if he let's say he doesn't lose that eligibility, like then it, it's a no brainer, I think. Yep. Also, speaking of Baron Wasteland at tight end, looks like Darren Waller's out with a hamstring. That's a zero for me today. <laughs> Is he out? Out, out yet? He's They're saying it's good. questionable to return. Oh shit! Oh, maybe the same boy as me yesterday. You sure it's not Devontae Adams? Oh, it's not <laughs> Devontae Adams. Man, sure? what, a, what a rough year, fantasy. All right, uh, let's get. Let's, yeah. Speaking of speaking of rough years, let's get to the cages. Yeah. Oh. Let's definitely get to the cages. Jason, want to start us off? Let's get a snake it back around. All right, my cage this week is a player that I own, and I am definitely frustrated with his AJ Dillon. Uh, in a juicy matchup against the Giants, he failed yet again to perform. Uh, and coming into the season, I was really high on him. And he's not being used in the way that I thought he would. And uh, just very frustrating. A player that was drafted, you know, he had like fifth round. I think he was drafted fifth round where his average round was. He is definitely not performing like a fifth rounder. He's performing more like a ninth, tenth rounder. But his value to keep on your team is still there because of the handcuff situation. If, if um, what's Aaron Jones would ever go down. So he's a frustrating player to have. But uh, would you lump in Aaron Jones in this? Cause I feel like this backfield is extremely under, uh, underutilized. Like in the preseason, I, I assumed that they were going to get a lot more passing work. Yeah. That's uh, what I thought but too. both of them, they're, they're barely catching, uh, barely getting three, four targets a game. And I expected them to, you know, smash that, you know, and they're, they're, right now they're, especially against the Giants. I, I, I think the matchup against the Giants is a little different now. I think we need to adjust the way we think against we the Giants. We need to respect because they're, them. Yeah, we need to respect them just a little bit because they're four and one. And that's mostly defensively. But uh, I, I don't know what to do with either because I, I believe in the talent of Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. It's just the offense, the way they're running it, and the way Aaron Rodgers decides to throw to these receivers. I don't know. I don't know what's going on because it, there's there's some questionable throws by Aaron Rodgers where he just chucks it downfield on third and one and stuff. Meanwhile, they could just get an easy first down by checking it down to one of the running backs. I I don't know what this offense is turning into. So yeah, definitely. It could that. be a it could be a buy low a buy low situation for both running backs. I don't like the play at all. AJ Dillon all all they use him for is right down the middle. Yeah, yep. use him for anything else. I definitely thought Aaron Jones would be more of a receiver this year than running back, and then Dylan would be the workhorse back in a way. Well, you can't the both of them hasn't been that great. No, I don't blame the. I don't blame them. I think he, back to what you said. It's just the play calling. It's just yeah, questionable. Yeah, extremely. I'll always love touchdown. All right, yes, I'm gonna go next. Uh, give you my page. Uh, this week it is James Robinson. Um, to be fair, he had a he had a rough last last week as well. Um, 
but to be able to only put up 27 rushing yards on 10 attempts against a defense that is bottom tier, top bottom four in rush yards allowed this season is, I think, unacceptable for uh, a guy you drafted to be a RB2. Well, you didn't really draft him. It was more of a surprise, but still, you started him this week because you're playing the matchup. Yes, that too. Um, yeah, it was just really, really bad. Um, I saw an interesting stat that Jacksonville has not beaten the Texans in nine straight matchups, which dates, which goes back farther than their appearance in the uh, 2018 playoffs. Well, so it's uh, it was not good. Um, does this open the door for Etienne to kind of break out? Uh, I don't know. Jack will definitely talk about that later because you know who he is. He's his, uh, he's his homeboy. Um, but yeah, that's my cage this week. Well, ETN, ETN did look explosive too. So that's that's the scary part for James Robinson owners. I guess I'll go next and I'll stay on the same team. That whole offense just looks bad. It started, the first three games looked pretty good. And the last two games just looked like complete dog shit. And I just took, I need to take a shot now. That's, yeah. So you just lost the bet. So last week's bet was me and Eddie uh, that Josh Jacob was outscoring Najee Harris and he just scored a touchdown. So that's all it took. He just needed the touchdown, basically, and that's what he just did. So that's a shot for you and ten bucks for me. Yep. To be uh, to be fair, I'm pretty sure our roast of Najee Harris is accurate again this week. Uh, my case this week is Christian Kirk. He only had three targets, one catch, and eleven yards. First three weeks, he was looking like a receiver one. Like he was all he, he was like your automatic receiver start. Uh, last two weeks, he has been awful. Um, Looking at uh, some of the stats, he only gave 1.33 yards of separation versus man coverage, which ranks him as 63rd of all receivers. That's not good for your receiver one in your team. Uh, he also leads the league in drops. Uh, he has five drops this year, and that whole offense just looks like it's off. And he's slowly not playing uh, a slot a lot. First three, I think the first three weeks, he was playing, he was playing like 80%, 75% of the snaps. From the slot, the last two weeks, he's been playing outside majority of the time. And that's where Lawrence feels the most safest. He throws it down the middle of the field, close by. And I think that's a lot of targets that like, a lot of reliable targets Christian Kirk can be missing out playing outside. And he's not that guy. He's not getting a separation. He's no way he's going to be good playing the outside receiver. I feel like he's now your flex, maybe, at best, moving forward until until everything moves better. Uh, the whole offense gets better. But I would not be starting him in most leagues. Agreed. All right, you have this one up for us. Okay. All right, so uh, my cage this week, surprisingly not Najee Harris because I just don't want to feel like beating on the drum. You know, just Najee Harris is this is bad. Everybody knows that he's not in a good offense. Everybody knows he's not in a good situation. So my cage this week is actually Michael Cageman. Uh, <laughs> not Michael Pittman. Uh, he only had five five catches for 59 yards, but back-to-back games, he's been outproduced by Alec Pierce, who's been playing way less snaps than him. Uh, I think this is a it's not a Michael Pittman problem. It's a it's a Matt Ryan problem. This whole offense looks like it's in shambles. I don't know what to do with Michael Pittman because the value isn't there where you could trade him, and there's I, I just you just got to stick him in your lineup for the time being, just and hope for a touchdown. But if you don't have Michael Pittman, would you be buying low, or are you just gonna steer clear from this offense? Let's steer clear. 
Jason's I'm staying biased. away as well. I'm staying away. Jason's biased because he's a Titans fan. <laughs> yeah, Fuck all those I, I will buy depending on the situation, how much how much you pay up for. Uh once Jonathan Taylor comes back, the offense is still pretty decent and people had to worry about Jonathan Taylor. And Pittman's the only person that is reliable. I still think if you buy him low, I would buy him low. Would but you trade Tyler Lockett for him? Yes. That's a guy that I'll be targeting too. I, I probably would be doing the same thing. If I had Tyler Lockett, like, I would trade. I would do one for one. For Pittman. Yeah, I feel like Pittman's more safe. He's he, he's gonna give he's he's getting the targets. Even like last week, that complete shift fest, he was still getting targets. Uh, like, I think two, three of his catches like go for fifteen yards. Guy pulled called back. If those three things wasn't a flag, he would have finished almost close to hundred yards. So I feel like he's pretty safe. Yeah, that whole game was a, a cage for our for our eyes. <laughs> you know, a game was a cage for our eyes at Thursday night. Ma- oh, is that what you're talking about right now? Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> that that's gonna wrap up. The- yeah, it was that was so bad. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, who someone said this in our group chat that uh, I think it was Amani. The last place pun- punishment should be to watch that game on half speed. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that's gonna wrap up the pits and cages. Before we move on, I just want to give a shout out uh, to both New York teams that are over five hundred. When was the last time this has happened? At this late? And this late? I don't this know. Man. Five five weeks. In five this weeks season? in. Man, I'm gonna say. Wait, do you do you know? I don't I, know. I'm sorry, I don't know. This should be a did you know? <laughs> I thought you were about to hit us with an early one. No, no, no. I, you know, I could I could look it up while uh, while we're going, but uh, man, it's the Giants. Man, are. I was a little torn. It's because, you know, I like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but, yeah, Giants look great. Not on offense, but Saquon looks amazing. The defense looks great. I mean, they should do Jones, a Jones didn't look terrible. He's not fumbling the ball, which is that's the biggest thing last year. Yeah, that's his true. turnovers that's are true. way down. Yeah, he He's getting I mean, hit left to right. He is. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I should give some more uh, credit for yeah, uh, not, credit. Not, not losing the ball and not turning over the ball and keeping the team in, in the game uh, late. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be exciting times in in New York, football wise. But yeah, who are they, who are they beating next week? Is it uh the Ravens? They play the Ravens. <laughs> yeah. They play Eddie and his Ravens. He said, "Who are they?" Like, he said, "Who are they beating next week?" Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so sad if they lose the fucking. Ball. I swear, there's no there's no chance in hell. Zero, no, narrow, you, just, zero you, just said, you just said we're disrespecting the Giants. You should give them the respect they deserve. You just yeah, said that, Seti. I'm sorry. Well, this week one, is a, one we're going to skip this week. Team. We're going to skip this Fred week. Fred's always minus four, Eddie. So, <laughs> Man. I mean, that's it's in it. New York. That's the only. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now it's time for our RKOs and the DDTs. It turns out, for all you wrestling fans, Jason, speak to this. WWE's gotten better. Am I right, Jason? It has. It Much has. Better. I'm actually interested again. <laughs> I actually watched my first pay review in the last like three years. I still haven't done that yet. Oh, actually, I saw WrestleMania a couple years ago. But yeah, it's look. It's I mean, Triple H seems like he can't do any wrong at this point. Because anything he does yep. is gonna be better than what Vince is doing. I think that's what it is. He his, the bar is set so low that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the meantime, in the meantime, there's fucking. Backstage brawls in AEW constantly and shit going down yeah. on the real. <laughs> the like momentum has gonna... definitely uh, swung in WWE's favor. Yeah, it's like the the directions going in opposite in opposite ways. Um, yeah, 
But enough about wrestling. Let's get to fantasy football. Man, that's doo-doo trash. I can get it started with my RKO. My RKO this week, it seems a bit premature. The man just came off a shooting injury, shooting as in he got shot. Um, But my RKO this week is going to be Brian Robinson Jr., B-Rob the second. Many uh, men. Exactly. Oh, man. I, I, was so, I didn't know about it until someone met. I think Jack mentioned it, but. He came out to many men. That's awesome. That was great yeah. intro. Yeah, it was, it was pretty hyped. I'm going to have to look it up later. It's, it's so hey, cool. Someone, I think NFL's social media posted it today, like a like a clip of him walking out of the tunnel from the back. It was pretty cool. Oh, that's yeah. dope. I, I want to get shot so I could do the same thing. You're not going to arrange thing. that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, Brian Robinson is his first game uh, of his career. He had nine attempts for 20 yards. Very, very uh, below mediocre, I'd say. Uh, he did have one. His first rush of the game was a nine-yard, nice little run. I got called back on a on a hold. Um, but to be fair, he led the team in attempts. Uh, next person was Antonio Gibson, who only had three attempts for six yards. A team was behind most of the game. Um, it didn't seem like a good game script for him at all. But they could also be working slowly in. Um, I didn't see the snap percentage he he was in. I don't know if someone could pull that up for me, but uh, I'll look it up real like, quick. Yeah, he looks like he's going to be the guy that's going to lead this team, uh, as bad a team as it is. Um, but only one can hope he, he just keeps getting better. And my RKO this week is going to have a solid game. He's going to do uh, 12 plus rushing attempts, 60 plus yards, and a touchdown. It's not amazing, like usually what we expect from our RKO. But if he can do this uh, in his second game, uh, I think it's going to look great uh, moving forward. Hopefully, he does get more playing time and maybe he produces with it. Because that team needs a running game. Also, right. Jason, uh, Dan Carlson, watch. He just kicked a 53 yarder. Uh, 50, yeah. That's, uh, That's good, nice. a good amount of points for a kicker. Yeah. He looks like a Nazi. Like, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> <Daniel Carlson? laughs> yeah, he looks like he'd, he'd, he'd kill a Jew. Su- oh su- my God. Wow. Oh, Surprised God. he's not number 88. He doesn't have number 88 on. Oh, back to that. Yeah. Wait, why 88? Because oh, of, uh, he mentioned this to you, I think. I'm oh, oh, this one. Oh, right, okay, okay, sorry. I'll not say it again. <laughs> all right, who wants to go next with their RKO? Don't all go all at once. I guess I'll go first. Jeez. My RKO this week will be Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Uh, he was out the previous week, but once he came back, I slide right into the receiver one. Uh, they didn't throw a ball a lot, but he got he got the like he got thirty eight percent of the target share, eight targets, seven catches, one hundred eleven yards, and the touchdowns. Even with Mac Jones, Mac Jones last game with him, target him thirteen times, he got nine catches, ninety five yards. He is very safe for PPR. I think he's uh our receiver too because his floor is pretty much fifteen every week. He should be started almost every week, I think, unless you have like three top receivers. Myers should be in your lineup for the rest of the season because he's getting the targets. And he's getting those reliable targets, too. And he's finally scored a touchdown this week. Uh, if Bailey Zapp continues to play this, this upcoming week, he only looked at him most of the time. As soon as he hiked the ball, his first read is always looking at Myers. 
And they're playing the Browns, who put up a lot of points, surprisingly, with Jacoby Brissett. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he breaks 20 points this week easily. Wait, when when was the last time we had a Jacoby versus Jacoby? Well, oh, actually, that's one Jacoby of, Brissett versus Jacoby Myers. But one's a receiver, though, so it's not really. I versed. know, it's not really verse, but still, like, the, what are the odds that two people named Jacoby in the it's same game? They spell differently, though. Just let it rock. Okay, the name sounds <laughs> no, same. no, Eddie. We will not just let it rock. Okay, we're gonna call you out in your shit. Uh, yep. Next person. I'll go. I'm gonna go. We, we someone mentioned this man earlier. I think Eddie did. We're talking about the Colts. Alec Pierce is gonna be my RKO. Ooh. Um, especially in PPR leagues. Uh, this past week he's had a career high in receptions on nine targets. He had eight catches and 81 yards. And he's getting solid wide receiver two work on the Colts. And uh, I think he finishes a wide receiver two in fantasy this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wait, come, like out of all wide receivers? Not wide receiver two, but he finishes oh, oh, wide, wide receiver, receiver two numbers. Two numbers. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, not, gotcha. not the wide, overall wide receiver. Yeah, that's a bold predict, man. Oh, yeah, that would no, be very no. bold. Yeah, that, that'd be insane. That'd be insanity. I'll say I'll say he finishes with a similar number to what he had last week, but I think he'll have seven catches for a hundred and eleven. Damn, no, that's no a rece- no, that's a receiver too. No touchdowns, no touchdowns. Because the Colts can't score touchdowns, so yeah, because they don't. Well, watching that watching that game last week, please can we not bring it up again? Oh, uh, but but Alex Pierce, whenever he threw a ball to him, it looked every throw was a pick, but somehow <laughs> he got the ball. It was just magical. Maybe the ball meant to be in his hands. Magical Alec Pierce. Magi- Alec Pierce the magician. Oof. Yo, Chuchu Smith sucks. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. What a what is I mean we just saw a plane. We just saw a plane drop. That's why. And he dropped like three passes in the first drive. Oi, that's bad. All right, oh, give us uh, give us your last RKO. Uh last RKO. Uh player out of nowhere this week. Rondell Moore for me. He's been heavily involved in this in hey, the game plan about, for the I cards. Thought as, I, I thought about putting him as my uh, RKL too. Yeah, man, he's he's finally. a good play. He's finally playing. He's playing eighty. Well, first game he played eighty-seven percent of snaps. Now he's last week he played ninety-one. That's a in this offense they're trying to find somebody else other than Hollywood Brown to you know produce. They had Greg Dortch. He's in the Greg Dortch role. Greg Dortch was actually playing well, but now he's just totally uh, fully took over that. Uh, his spot, I I think he's a I think he's a he's a solid receiver three in PPR leagues. I don't think he scores many touchdowns because he's like the smallest guy in the history of football. Uh, but for PPR purposes, I think even if he they lowered his snaps a little bit, they're whatever he's in the game, they try to get him the ball. So that's a good sign for him. Uh, Ronda Moore, I think he's a guy that I would uh, sell after this week because there you know there's going to be too many mouths to feed after the, afterwards. But mm-hmm. if you could if you could sell him for someone after a good week like he's going to have this week, because I'm guaranteeing it, I I would definitely do it. Just because you said that, I am I'm not even gonna look. I'm just gonna put him in my lineup. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna put him in my lineup. I took Kelvin's advice last week. Uh started Corey Davis. That oh, worked boy. out well. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Uh, the real C D. More I mean, I like saw... bootleg CD, right? Bootlegs. <laughs> I saw him in DFS. Uh, I, I oh, yeah? as well. Yeah, it might cost me the week. 
Well, I started I started Zach Wilson, so it was fine. Yeah, that's true. Well, it, was, it wasn't terrible. He got two touchdowns. 17? He had two touchdowns taken on the oh, yard line. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Two. I just think, give us your uh, – give us your – What the fuck? Oh, what a run. Uh, I'll continue this, oh, my bad. this yeah, segment, just, yeah. RKO DDT. Yeah. I'm going to go with my doo-doo trash play of the week. Uh, you're probably not going to bench him because he's been very good the last couple of weeks. And, you know, he you got to take the peaks with the with the valleys. But Mike Williams, I think it's going to be a down week for him because, you know, Patrick Sertain is the real deal, at least in my eyes. Uh, the Broncos, they haven't been allowing uh, too many points, fantasy points to to receivers. Mike Williams is a receiver. I think the certain certain curtain should be a thing. Certain curtain. Stop it, Eddie. Let's continue. Uh, <laughs> stop, 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 this. stop this. Just keep going. Uh, like uh, right. Come on. Certain certain curtain. Certain curtain. Uh, if if Keenan Allen does play, I, I, it's going to lower the volume. Lower the. Uh, it's going to be a smaller pie, and. I mean, you, you can't really bench him, but I just don't think he's going to have that boom week that you're uh, normally accustomed to. And if you don't get the boom week, you're going to get a dud week. So he's my duty trash play of the week. Solid analysis. <laughs> you don't get the boom week, you're going to get the trash week. Yep. I, I tuned out after the whole curtain certain thing. <laughs> <laughs> certain curtain. Certain curtain. His daddy just... was good. <laughs> oh, he's being serious. Yeah, his dad was good. He played for oh. the Dolphins. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. I, I thought it was a joke yeah. on Eddie's Eddie's no, take. Oh no, curtain. no. Well, he did. Well, he did lay that curtain on people, but he was right. good. Okay, okay. <laughs> Give us your DDT, Jason. I'm yeah. gonna go with DDT of. Well, it's situational, so I think people are depending on their production last week will tend to chase points based on what they did, and I'm gonna go Randall Cobb. He wrote, he had a really good game against the Giants. People are going to look at that, pick them up, and maybe plug them in to start, especially with the bye weeks coming up. I would say avoid that completely. He's way past his prime. And if you start him, I think he gives you four to five points. If you're happy with that, you shouldn't be because that's not production. <laughs> I mean, this is the first week he saw over four targets based on, you know, through five weeks. That's not going to happen again. So don't chase points. That's words of wisdom from Jason Oliva. Uh, my DDT this week is Debo Samuels. I Yo, why are you picking on my team, bro? I guarantee you he does not score over 10 points this coming, upcoming My week. goodness. No, it's not because of his talent. It's because of the worst in the Falcons. The 49ers are a very, very good offense. Uh, they're going to run the ball nonstop. It's just Debo's not going to have the chance to do anything. Uh, the defense are very good. I just, I just don't feel like he's gonna do anything. Not because of his skills, or I don't think he's. Uh, I think the 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 Forty Nine game gonna be a lot of running, and he hasn't been running the ball a lot lately. Mm-mm. Last season he was getting like ten carries a game. Now the last two games he got like two and one. Uh, so I feel like he's not getting the carries, which does not work well with him, especially against the Forty uh, Falcons team. And Kyle Pitts is still kind of injured, so. That's less weapons for them to take. Uh, and Kadara Patterson's on IR. There's not really a lot of people to guard on the Falcons team. I think the 49ers, even with all the injuries on defense, could destroy that team without even needing Jamie Grappler to throw the ball at all. So that's yeah, just. See, since week one, you saw a decrease in rush attempts. You went from eight to four to five to two and then two again in the last this yeah. season. So far. 
And, and I feel like 49ers like, like, likes to limit J- Jimmy Garoppolo's errors. So if they don't need to throw a ball at all. They don't need to throw a ball. They keep running the ball down the throats. The Falcons are not good against the rush either. So the Falcons are not good. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> but they do cover every spread though, which is what great. They uh okay. right, and I'll wrap it up with my <clears throat> DDT uh of this coming up week six. It is going to be C D Lamb. Ooh. So not the real CD from last week, but uh they're both bootleg CDs. <laughs> well, we'll see, right? Um uh, yeah. Well, two things, right? Uh, as far as you know, Dak's gonna start this game against the Eagles, right? As far as I've on, heard, yes. Yeah, he's on I mean, schedule too. Especially but why? I, why bench <laughs> Cooper Rush? I want. I want to give you this. Up. I want to give you this platform, Jason. I don't. Th- I don't Rush. think there's. I don't think there's any way they, they, they start Dak. There's no way. There's no way they shouldn't. I mean, for Armani, a cowboy, a cowboy insider, Armani is pretty much guaranteed that Dak's gonna start. Dak's on the trade market. <laughs> he better look to change his zip code, look for a state where he doesn't have to pay income tax. He's gone. Oh, Cooper man. Rush is here. Anyway, uh, let's continue with the with the DDT. We've seen uh, the Eagles be one of the top five um, pass defenses this year. And they definitely get at the quarterback and make him uncomfortable. Uh, we saw a little bit. Cooper, we saw Cooper Rush stagger a little bit this game against Rams. Rams also have a decent defense, especially uh, with Aaron Donald back there. Um, I think they're gonna throw off uh, if Cooper Rush plays. They're gonna throw him off again. Uh, if Dak's playing, can we expect what we saw from Cooper Rush right game one back after a thumb injury like that? Uh, see, it seems like a very volatile option for me uh, this week. And um, I mean, like Eddie said, like I'm, I'm probably not benching him. Um, but just taper your expectations. Well, I can't. I I I don't want to speak too much about it because I'm biased. So I don't want to watch football what, without. What's your Rush What's story. your bias, Jack? <laughs> you guys hear what Jason just said? <laughs> I'm not interested in the NFL. Cooper Rush is not starting for an NFL team. Should I try getting on Titans? Well, what uh, happens? I'm not. I'll pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a fake fan. It's a bit, you know? It's a bit. It's a, it's not, let's not go too far, you know? So far, we know your we know your threshold. <laughs> yeah. It's not on my team. As long as he's on the Cowboys, it's good. Yeah. Any team but my team. Dude, Wait, so if he leaves if gets he, worked up about it. If he leaves the Cowboys, that's when he loses all his uh powers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And any interest I have in it. <laughs> so, what were you saying, Eddie, before I cut you off? I forgot. All right. Let's, let's, let's make a call. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I forgot. That's going to wrap unless, up the RQ. Yeah. Unless he goes to Baltimore and takes that job from Lamar. How would you feel about that? He goes as a backup and Lamar gets hurt. Oh, it's a backup, though. He's a backup. Oh, you mean steal, the, steal the, the starting, starting job from Lamar Jackson? Yeah, he takes it. I mean, to be fair, they haven't signed Lamar Jackson yet. What if he walks? I would be very furious if he walks. And then they throw all that money at Cooper Rush. No shot. There's no way. We'll start Huntley. <laughs> would you? Would you find a new team to root for? Nah, <laughs> but I'll be a Lamar Jackson. Oh shit! 
What if the Jets trade Zach Wilson and signs Lamar Jackson? Are you coming back to the Jets fan? I'll be a Lamar Jackson fan. I would not be a Jets fan. (laughs) I would root for Lamar Jackson. Sounds like you're a Jets fan. Absolutely not. There's no way in hell I would become a Jets fan ever again. No way. Wow. They're looking pretty good. Savage. They have the almost – wait, do they have the same record as Ravens? Yep. Oh. The the Jets have some swag now, man. Yeah. Sauce Gardner. Garrett Wilson, they, I like the players they have. They got the Milf Hunter. Yeah. You saw that gritty we talked about it last week, but you saw that gritty yeah. did, Jason? Oh. It was it was pretty smooth. Yeah. It was a really good one. The best yeah. of the best of his kind. Wow. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's talking yeah, about what, you know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. They probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> I think Kyle Phillips can hit a good gritty. <laughs> Your boy Kyle you gotta see it happen first. What have we seen yeah. from Kyle Phillips that says he could hit the gritty? He has to do something good though first. You're right. Yeah, he, he has yeah, to score have... a touchdown first. Not, not then... a seven yard pass. This is not muff punts anymore. Yeah, that was that was frustrating. It was hard for me to defend that. But he did right. have that sick cash to put him in. Uh, whatever. <laughs> All right, I was gonna wrap up the RKO DTS, and we will jump right into Eddie's favorite segment. I sound like a robot. The bowl predicts. That's mm. old. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know how that sounded, but it sounded good in my ears. It sounded awesome. <laughs> All right, bowl predicts time. You gotta do it. Bowl predicts. That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold it's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. All right, Eddie likes to go last as usual. So, uh, Jason, want to give us your bowl predict first? I think Allen Robinson. Oh, 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 oh no! <laughs> will break the century mark of a hundred yards <laughs> what? against the Panthers. Oh, he boy. will see six catches, hundred and two yards, not a yard more, not a yard less, and one touchdown. <laughs> oh man! Oh, a Rob. Returns. Goodness. Uh, are you starting yeah. him at Cooper Cup? Yeah, of course. I don't know. I don't have him, but if I did, I'd do it. Oh man, wow. that's that's so bold. We're, we're we live in a world now where saying A Rob getting hundred yards is bold. Straight out of two thousand nineteen. He's been dog shit for like the last three years. Yeah, two 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 years. Don't correct me. Let just let me <laughs> let me exaggerate three years. I'm trying to you know trying to help. Yeah, so I predict he will finish with uh, man startable is, numbers. I can't I well, I can't get bolder than that. What am I supposed? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Whoever's next, I'm just like I'm I'm uh, baffled. A couple of years ago, that you know that's nothing for him. I guess I'll go next uh, to tail off what. Uh, Calvin mentioned as Cage, my bro prediction this week is finally ETM will finally take over the RB1 role for the Jaguars. He shows so much more burst. He has better catching ability than J-Rob. I think he finally takes over and then finishes with 100-plus yards and at least a touchdown to finish the top five running back this week. So what you think he's going to J-Rob the starting role? Yep. Wow. That's pretty good. Well done. Well done. Jack doesn't like it. Thanks. <laughs> nope, not as much. I agree with it. 
It wasn't that great. Is this your second time at Tianjin Bull Predict Jack? No. <laughs> that's, sure? Dar- that's Dara Mooney. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mentioned, Yo, uh, by the way, Dara Mooney is nice amazing. He, has, he makes he's a good, he's a good football player. <laughs> I, I saw some good catches, man. It was nice. Yeah. And I'm going to start this Thursday because that's what I do. <laughs> you start Thursday games, yes, we know. Um, but that it's not even that catch. There was one route where he where he like juked four people and got a target in the end zone, a late target, when he was already open for like 10 seconds. But man, now he was doing some crazy route really shit. Good, man. People don't know, people don't watch. You, you know, you know Eddie's hype when his voice gets really, really high. Yep. yep. There was one uh Almost catch by Deontay Johnson yesterday. That maybe like an inch, an inch more in the sideline he would have got in. But it was very impressive. I, I heard that catch. a couple times. <laughs> an inch more is all. The time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, and then Calvin, uh, my last week's RKL was Etn, uh, Etn J Rob together. Oh, okay. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, I'll give you my bull predict. Uh, it's a little out there. We're gonna go with the four and one Giants. Still, sorry, not <laughs> still Shepard. Darius Slayton five and one after this year. Yes, Darius Slayton is gonna tear up the Ravens secondary. The Ravens have allowed the most passing yards um this season of any team in NFL. And it might be time for Daniel Jones to kind of uh do the same and uh let Darius Slayton. Eat a little bit, yeah. Eat a little bit against his Ravens secondary. He's gonna go for 150 yards and a touchdown. Jeez. How could, how could you say that? Darius Slayton without saying that, like his catchphrase? I'm not gonna say it. Right? <laughs> it's not who I am. All right. Also, I respect, <laughs> I respect women. <laughs> we all respect you, women. You, all you yeah. have to say is respectfully at the end of it. <laughs> respectfully slayed at. Yeah. It's crazy. How where was it the first four weeks? I don't uh, know. <laughs> really have no idea. I I feel like well, Daniel Jones him, him and Daniel Jones have like a mind meld. They love each other. Right? Honestly, they love him all the time. I forgot he played there. <laughs> you know, honestly, me, me too, Jason. Me too. There was, there was well, I forgot no, he was there. There was no reports about him being injured anything. So I thought maybe he was. I thought he was hurt the first four weeks. I thought he was on another team. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> He, he came like, back oh, and now I, he looks like a receiver one for the team. He is a receiver one. He saw the who's starting for that. <laughs> Sills, Sills the fifth. Richie, some, Roddy Rich. No, that's a, that's a rapper. Sorry. Roddy, Rich, <laughs> Roddy Richie James. Is it Richie James? Right, Richie. James. Yeah, Richie James. Guy of the practice squad. Roddy Richie James. Of which I I went to see the post one concert yesterday. It was awesome. It's such. And Roddy Rich such, was there. Roddy Rich was there. Correct. He was the opener. And, yeah, uh, it's it pretty dope. I can remember. Uh, what I mean, Hassan mentioned something in our chat a few days ago. Like we, we, we drafted receivers. We signed Galladay. Uh, Tony the uh, Darius Tony is so good. What uh, Welldale Robinson is so good. None of these guys are playing. They're yeah. fucking playing. Sil- Sills, James, Marcus Johnson. Hey, Marcus Johnson. Hey, he had some highlights, man. He, I know oh, he he played all right for the Titans. Uh, I, I always I picked him up a couple times in Dynasty. As like a and he would he had he had a couple of good games like over hundred yards and such. So yeah, but you what's going? What's his high? What's the status on Tony? I have no idea what's going. We on. We don't talk about him anymore. I don't think he's, he's a dead injury. to me. 
they use injury as an excuse, but I think there's something behind the scenes that they and I I remember reading a report that him and the coaching staff don't get along at all. The 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 amount of times I've I've uh, picked him up and then I realized that he's not playing and I dropped him and then I would pick him up off waivers again and then I would drop him if he's not playing. I did that like four times already this year. So uh Kadarius Tony, I don't know. He's so good. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. They they wasted two draft picks high for him and Rodell Robinson, and then signed Galladay, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. Well, they're doing things right because they're fucking four and one. So, some uh, some reporter on Twitter just said, "Put him on IR for an injury to be named later." <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find out like what exactly is going on, and like no, no one knows. And then here, another person said, "Giants should have brought Darius Tony to London just for the universal health care." <laughs> Wow. These are pretty good. Yeah. That's all Reddit, read, right? Read, read, read us another one. Read yeah. us another one. Uh, uh, my prediction, week 12, Kadaris Tony comes back just to blow out his hamstring one more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should we should have like a Reddit segment. We just kind of read up uh, funny funny things from the internet. Reddit's yeah. Yeah, but... Reddit, Reddit, they're so good and they're so quick. The internet's awesome. And yeah. scary. <laughs> all right, Eddie, wrap it up with your bull predict for us. So my bold predict of the week, because I know you guys are excited because it's going to be right. Um, Melvin Gordon will be a top three option. I think he – it's a revenge game. Playing the Chargers. Chargers allowed back-to-back-to-back 100-yard rushers, so I think he's automatically going to have 100-yard rushing. Even though the Broncos' offense look like shit, I think Melvin Gordon is going to produce. I think he gets over 150 total yards and two scores. So put Melvin Gordon in your lineup. Please. 150 yards. Over 150 yards total and two scores. From, mm, that's bold. How many fumbles? <laughs> <laughs> he will not fumble. That's also bold. He will not that, fumble. This yeah. Time. That's the that's that bolder statement. That's, is that the boldest the boldest? <laughs> that's the boldest thing you've said all day. All day. That's so we know. Let's keep track. Like, we only still have one bold predicate. That's Eddie. So, yeah. that has ever like, hit this year so far. This year. To be fair, I wasn't. I mean, that's correct. You have not been here. Yes. Well, I, I did the preseason podcast, and then that was it. Yeah. But then, and Rob, Aaron Robinson, Alan Robinson is not going to get. <laughs> he's, he's, say, he's saying you're not going to hit this week. <laughs> I will, 100. percent To be fair, uh, Calvin, yours. I thought yours were going to hit this week. It, it, it was close. Uh, it was, close. It was going towards there. Yeah. He would have finished at least three touchdowns. He threw an interception the one yard line in yeah. the game. Yeah. So he would have finished with 360 and three touchdowns. I'll be pretty close. And and, and he would have won the team the game. Yep. Yeah. So but for fantasy, well, he was great. Tough shit. He didn't. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to play the Titans. <laughs> yeah. That guy had to be one of the most stupid. That was such a terrible throw. Like, what would he? It was a good play by David Long Jr. All right, like, that's what it was. Oh, he's. <laughs> it sounds like a fake, law, fake name. No. He's good. He's a linebacker. All right, David Long. That's gonna wrap up the uh, bowl predicts. We went from Long Gabe to Long Davis Long. Yes. Uh, what do you call him? Long, long, long man. Well, no, Long Boys. A lot of Long Boys. Long bold predicts. All right, let's stop this. That's going to wrap up our bowl predicts. And it's time for the Did You Know? I actually have quite a bit for you Ooh, guys. To say. My favorite segment. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, friend. Appreciate it. I never get that from Jack or Eddie. They're just kind of like, okay, yeah, talk. No, I like it. Yeah, but that's because you haven't wowed us yet. 
I, I, listen, I've, I've, I've edited these, and you guys have said "wow." You've literally Dude, said the word those, "wow." Those were fake "wows." I think you put wow. those in. You put those sounds don't. in. I did not put those sounds in. <laughs> I was I like, I don't, I don't have a clip of you saying "wow." I insert it every time I wow. say well, wow. uh, Can you, know. you please use the text to speech voice with "wow" and just like put it into the podcast? <laughs> Please, <laughs> I'll see if I can do it just for a second. He's so good, or or just Owen Wilson on repeat. Just like, oh, yeah. Owen wow! <laughs> All right, let's get started with the Titans. Oh, all right. Uh, did you guys know the Titans are the first team to not score a point in the fourth quarter through five games? Wow, since They're the, the 2005 4 Niners, <laughs> the opposite of the Cardinals, right now, yeah. <laughs> And last uh, time what? it happened, last time it happened was 2005 49ers, but they started the year one and four, and Titans are three and two. Jason was like, Wow, yeah, you're gonna talk about the Titans, and he's just giving us a shit stat. <laughs> hey, we're three and two. We're three and yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. They're three and two, they have winning record. Like the team, last team we did it was one and four. It's uh did you know the, score the Titans and... in the red zone are thirteen uh thirteen with touchdowns in the red zone trips. They have thirteen touchdowns? In thirteen uh dry, uh thirteen red zone you know trips they have thirteen touchdowns. Whoa, that's impressive. Yeah, they're being. So if they get, being, if they get there, they score. They're being efficient in the, in the red zone, yeah. uh, but also points out like they're probably getting up early enough and playing good enough defense that they didn't even have to score in the fourth quarter. That's the way. We're well, before it. last week, they through four weeks they only scored seven points in the second half of all the games. That was embarrassing. Yikes! Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, on to the next one. Did you guys know Josh Allen recorded his 150th offensive touchdown of his career in the 66th game, becoming the third fastest quarterback to reach that mark? Only two faster quarterbacks were Patrick Mahomes at 60 and Dan Marino at 61. Whoa. That boy good. All right. On to the next one. Wait, did you got- did, wait, wait. Did you know that Jack just probably lost? I lost. Dan Carlson just hit another 50-yarder. Oh, my God. <laughs> there goes there goes my week. He has many points. I mean, it's still, it's still a whole quarter left. Yeah, but the up, still like a, a whole half, half left. <laughs> oh, sorry. The difference is up though. <laughs> yeah. That's true. All right. Um. All right. Let's keep it going. That's good. Did you know? <laughs> After That's twelve that, points for my kicker. Look at that. Uh. All right. On to the next one. Did you guys know? With his fiftieth career touchdown scored on Sunday, Austin Eckler became only the fourth undrafted running back. In the common draft era with 50 career scores. Joining can, Priest can I guess? Oh, oh sorry. Guess one. Right, Aaron Foster? Yes. And yeah. One more guy. Big guy. Did it, oh, for, a bunch, did it for a lot of teams. Well, a lot of teams. Jacobs? Nope. Well, he was drafted. Is he still active? I don't believe he's active, no. Oh, LeGarrette Blunt? Yes, LeGarrette Blunt. Oh. He is a big guy. Yeah. No, he's not active anymore. Yeah. Thick. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Did you guys know with this performance on Sunday, Taysom Hill became one of just three players since 1950 to have three plus rushing touchdowns, 100 plus rushing yards, and a passing touchdown in a single game? Wow. Can you guess the other two? Just... Derek Henry? Nope. Rushing. Oh, that was my guess. Rushing and Michael Vick. Think about, think about all time. Amazing running backs. Oh, running backs. Wow. All t- Ladean Thomas has been. LT. Yes. LT yeah. is one of them. Marshall Fark. And this guy had made his uh, did really had really great years in Miami. Ricky oh, Williams. 
Not Ricky Williams. The other Ronnie one. Brown. Ronnie Brown. Ooh. Yeah. Those are only two other players that did three plus rushing touchdowns, 100 rushing yards, and a passing touchdown. Taysom Hill, Ronnie Brown, and Damian Thompson. Three goats. <laughs> Didn't Taysom Hill also recover a fumble yesterday? <laughs> yep, that's, he, that's did. So he did. He did, right? He yeah. did. He did. He did. He did. Um, what right. a wh- who is this guy? <laughs> All right, did you guys know Justin Jefferson has tied Hall of Famers Randy Moss and Lance Alworth for the most games with fifty plus receiving yards in a player's first three NFL seasons, and that's six games. Wow! So he can shatter that record. This so who is it? Who's Randy what? Moss and Lance Alworth. Okay. Um, He's good. I love Justin Jefferson. It's so good. He gets so open, man. It's crazy. I just and he's had like a twenty-eight. He threw like a pass for twenty-eight yards or twenty-two yards. Nice. He also had one hundred and twenty receiving yards ten minutes into the game, <laughs> <laughs> and he stopped. He's like, I'll just yeah. tweet. Yeah. All right, on to the next one. Did you guys know that Emmanuel Mosley's pick six for the 49ers this past week? Was the eighth pick six they've had since 2019, tied for the most in the NFL. But Whoa. here's the even crazier stat: all eight of those pick sixes have come against former number one overall picks. Wow! Whoa! Damn. Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford, Jameis Winston, and Baker Mayfield. Whoa! He also wow. tore his ACLs out for the season. Oh, Daniel yeah. Mosley? Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Too true. Made some mystery. <laughs> Wow, yeah, that's, that's pretty that's crazy. crazy. What what's the second uh second team with the most pick sixes? I don't know that, but I will I will look it up uh at some point and maybe I'll just toss it in there. Anyway, on to the next one. I uh, think you guys know Sunday marked Jalen Hurts' seventh career game with multiple rushing touchdowns, tied for the second most ever by a quarterback. Only Cam Newton has more, and he has ten. Wow. That's my running back. <laughs> I mean, it's, I could see it happening this year. Like, yeah, he could, he could, he could break that. He could probably do it this week. I think he's second in rushing touchdowns. <laughs> well, uh, in in the whole league. To piggyback off what Nick asks in the chat, he goes, "Do you get? Can you guys guess who has the most carries within the five yard line?" Oh, right, right. Oh, Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I, I'm scared that he takes too much that hit. Uh, I, I hope he lasts, but uh, they should stop giving him. <laughs> they should stop giving the the one yards runs. They should stop. Yeah, that's unnecessary. Give it to the running back. Yeah, my body also hurts when I watch him play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> man. The content in this podcast this week. Hey, <laughs> one. And the last one for this week. Did you guys know the Rams have scored eighty points over their first five games? This is the fifth fewest by a reigning Super Bowl champion in history. And have a losing record for the first time after week two of any season with Sean McVay. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. That offense just... I don't know what the fuck happened. Me neither. It looks bad. The thing is, like, I, th- I I thought this offense was going to look bad, but just not this bad. Yeah, I mean... And because, and because the offense is going to look this bad, that Cooper Cup would be not good. That's <laughs> not true. Meanwhile, Cooper Cup is the greatest player of all time. Despite how bad this offense looks, that is one constant in this in this team, and it's just it's unstoppable. It's ridiculous. I don't. I, I will never understand that one play where he just the catch and run was just unreal this past week. 
Yo, he jetted everybody. Everyone. They're like, they're like five people there. He's, he, what, the the speed. Eddie's I lost for words. I lost for words. Eddie, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it, Jason? The run away from cop speed. Run away from the cop speed. No, 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 no. He he has a what kind of speed does he have? Kyle Phillips has the same type of speed. Oh, just uh, he's deceptively quick. There you go. <laughs> Deceptive speed. Yeah, yeah that's say that for every white receiver. Alec, Alec, Alec Pierce will have that after this week. <laughs> All right, and that's going to wrap up the Did You Knows and this week of uh, the YFTS Fantasy Football Podcast. Man, this is a great time, guys. This is good. Yep. I, def- I, I definitely want to pull up that, uh, like, the Internet Says segment where we just go through some Reddit oh, posts. Oh, yeah. That's, that'll, be, that'll be fun. That'll be, fun. Oh, that'll be, be fun. so much fun. You know what? We're going to do it. We're going to work on it next week. Um, yeah, other than that, this is quite a crazy week four. This game is quite surprising. 20 to 10, Raiders on top after first half. Mahomes has less than 150 yards in the first half. It's a division game, man. These division games are always, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Division games are always a toss-up. Why? They know each other so well. Vegas. Why? It's so weird. Vegas, bro. Division games. I I was contemplating placing bets on this. I was like, it's a division game. I'm going to stay clear. Jack Jack told us. He saw what what people were betting and just took what Vegas did. Yep. Mm. You took Raiders? Yep, plus seven. Oh, looking good. Yeah. I took a first touchdown, but that didn't hit. I took uh, Hardman. <laughs> I took Hardman. I asked Jack who I asked Jack who he took. Uh I'm gonna try and guess. He scored. It's, it's, he scored. <laughs> He's the one who scored first. Oh you, oh, you hit it? Yeah. Oh nice. He, he was doing it just despite you. Like, oh, let's win some money and PJs at the same time. I usually don't like Did picking. You take Carlson over two fifty-yard field goals. <laughs> well, he needs to hit another one if he's taking over two. Oh, All right, he will. It's still a whole other All, right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, hope you had fun today. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YFTS Podcast. Um, and excited to see y'all next week. Yep. And look forward to a good week six. Good luck to all of you in fantasy football. And start Melvin Gordon. Uh, all right. We'll oh, Darla Mooney's going to put on the show Thursday night. Ooh, I'm, oh, I can't wait oh. to see uh, Darla Mooney be Jack's cage next week. Yo, he's so <laughs> good. I, I, will, I will allow it. I will allow you to do it if it is bad. <laughs> he's so good. <laughs> can we, can, can I, are you going to bet? You're going to bet overs on everything. So <laughs> I took it this week. <laughs> Did he hit? Yes. Okay, so then <laughs> that's not bad. The bit um Nana Mooney's biggest fan, Jack Lee. Hell yeah. No, Jack Mooney. Jack, Jack Mooney. Jack Mooney. He's oh, not Jack oh, Gurley oh. anymore. That's Jack it. Gurley's out. Jack We're going Jack Mooney. Mooney. That's it. I never seen Jack so like the player. Jack Mooney sounds nice. Jack Mooney sounds like a stage name. <laughs> sounds like a character from the Chappelle show. <laughs> <laughs> no, well Mooney. The yeah, uh, Paul Mooney. <laughs> Paul Mooney, yeah, that's what it is. That's what it's reminding me of. No relation. All right. All right, guys. I'm related uh, to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Catch y'all later. Uh, All hope right. you enjoyed. YFTS out. Peace. Peace. Peace out. <laughs>